Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. We are joined on the line now by Nadir Token. And uh, Nadir is our investment uh, analyst at 274 Investment Managers. Good morning, Nadir. Good morning, Sakina. Good morning to your listeners. Nadir, what are the movements on the South African inflation front? Yeah, Sakina, you know, I think this is quite an interesting one because the, the broader expectation from the market and a lot of market participants is that uh, inflation is actually going to start to decline. Um, you know, there's a lot being said about the uh, uh, effects of the, of the drought starting to wane and food inflation coming under pressure. Um, and a lot of market participants saying that, uh, well, you know, the RAND has strengthened quite considerably over the last 12 months. And as that stronger RAND starts to feed through into the inflation numbers, um, you know, we're going to start to see inflation declining. And in fact, a lot of people are saying that they expect the Reserve Bank to start cutting interest rates by the second quarter um, of this year. But, Sakina, if you know, if you really look at the data, the actual data that has been coming out, um, there certainly isn't support for this theory just yet. Um, you know, the numbers that we've seen coming out for inflation, uh, inflation coming in at a 6.8% print year on year for December uh, just the other day or a couple of, uh, just about a week ago, last week sometime. And, you know, this is still well above the Reserve Bank's uh, 3 to 6% target ban in the first place. And the second thing is that um, that's actually an acceleration of inflation from the last print which we saw for the month of November, which came in at about um, 6.6%. So, Sakina, I think there's still, um, you know, a lot of, uh, there's still some evidence which needs to come out supporting the fact that, uh, you know, inflation is moderating because of food inflation moderating um, and because of the strengthening rand. If you look at what uh, Governor Lesechek and Yahoo had to say at the first, uh, at, at, at the first NPC uh, conference after the, after, after the NPC meeting last week, um, he mentioned that he's still concerned about the long-term trajectory of inflation. Um, and, you know, we, I certainly don't think that there's any uh, interest rate cuts on the cards for now, unfortunately. So, um, you know, we still need to see the impact to which, uh, of which uh, food inflation has and whether um, the actual savings are going to be passed on to the consumer or the extra margin uh, just absorbed by, uh, along, the, along the various chains um, you know, and, and, and no actual saving passed on to the consumer. That's the first thing. And the second thing is that, uh, you know, if you look at the oil price, the oil price has rallied uh, pretty much 100% since this time last year. So, um, you know, the, the, the 15% gain in the RAND um, is substantially offset by the, by the massive increase in the oil price. And, in fact, we've seen the petrol price going up again um, in February by some, something like 20 cents a litre. So, you know, it's, there's still... A fair amount of inflation repressures the China. So I think, uh, you know, the call for an interest rate cut are still uh, pretty early. And, uh, you know, I think that we could still see inflation remaining quite sticky on the upside predominantly because of the oil price um, and, and, and food inflation not moderating as quickly as what people may expect. And, Adir, what are the opportunities within global equities? Yeah, Sakina, you know, I think despite all the uncertainty around global politics and the political uncertainty in this environment, um, the one thing that seems quite certain is that uh, there's going to be, there's expectation of increased or improved global growth, um, you know, over the 2017 uh, calendar year. And that's predominantly been driven by the fact that um, governments worldwide are starting to spend a considerably, considerably more uh, in, in terms of their fiscal expenditure. 
and really taking over the baton from uh, global central banks in terms of stimulating economies with a shift happening from monetary policy to fiscal policy in terms of uh, stimulating economic growth. Now, um, you know, we talk, we see that all the G7 nations um, you know, talking about abandoning their fiscal targets for this year and really starting to pump a significant amount of money back into the economies uh, directly through the through uh, things like infrastructure. And uh, you know, as we see this uh, this wall of money starting to hit um, economies all over the world, that's obviously one positive for um, the, the company earnings and two uh, two positive for economic growth and three very um, inflationary. So we're going to start to see um, inflation all over the world starting to tick up. And in fact, we're already seeing evidence of that um, within the U.S. with inflation numbers improving within Japan where deflation is not as bad as what markets have expected. And in the Eurozone, where we're starting to see an improvement in inflation as well. And not only that, but we're starting to see um, that the components of the CPI basket across all these markets, uh, more than 50% of the components of the CPI baskets in the U.S. are experiencing above-average inflation, with that number being around 30% for the Eurozone and Japan as well, improving dramatically since this time last year. So as inflation starts to tick up and corporates start to spend more money and reinvest more money uh, back into their businesses to uh, create some sort of an earnings growth because the hurdle or the target rate they need to beat is now um, increasing in an environment where interest rates are going to be forced higher um, in the U.S. certainly and across the developed markets later on, uh, but certainly in the U.S. for now, uh, corporates are going to start investing more cash. That investment or more cash for China is going to start to generate earnings growth. And as that earnings growth comes through, uh, we're going to start to see some of those uh, uh, price-to-earnings multiples unwind, and we're going to see a lot of cash which is sitting on the sidelines starting to be redeployed within the equity market. We've certainly seen um, a strong rally within the global equity market ever since uh, the U.S. election in November, and that's continuing uh, quite strongly into this year on expectations of global growth being revised upwards to just under 4% or 3.8% from the IMF most recently. And, uh, so, you know, if, if, if this global government spending plan uh, continues to take hold and we start to see corporates starting to generate strong earnings, as we've seen um, in the more recent earnings season with a number of earnings beats, uh, we could continue to see the inflow into the equity market continue, uh, particularly as the great bond bull, bull market and inflows into the bond market start to unwind um, as interest rates across the U.S. and some of the other developed markets go up. Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on.